<laughs> Listen, guys, Kit Kat doesn't take shit. All nah, right. I'm in a mood. I'm in a mood, friends. I'm in a mood. So. She in a mood. She in a mood. All right, so we are live. What's up, guys? Episode two of Red versus Blue. I am joined by the wonderful, magnificent Kit Kat Rich. Um, if you don't follow her on TikTok, um, she's awesome and she doesn't take any shit. Um, also, this episode will be marked explicit because I can guarantee <laughs> of us will be cursing a lot. So episode two today, we're going to be talking about the unintended consequences of COVID shutdowns. Hey, I see country girls in my TikTok live. She's one of my moderators and she's awesome. Um, so the unintended consequences of COVID shutdowns. Um, so initially this was actually supposed to, I was supposed to do an episode with somebody else talking about COVID in general and the effects on the economy and different things like that, but that hasn't gone yet. So We'll, we'll talk about this. This is awesome. It's a good piggyback for that. Uh, so like I said, I'm joined by Kit Catrich. Um, if you don't follow her at Kit, what is it? At Kit.Catrich? Yes, sir. Okay. K-I-T dot K-A-T-R-I-T-C-H. And I am Politic Talk. Welcome to our probably, uh, I think, last I checked, eight listeners. So. Um, <laughs> Hi, guys. So. Kit Kat, do you want to tell um, you want to tell people a little bit about yourself, your political journey, your your personal journey? Um, yeah, tell us I a mean, bit about yourself. This first. is this is just audio now, right? I is recording audio and video at the same time. Oh, <laughs> I was getting uh, to make a minor adjustment here for oh, volume wise. You're um, good, do what you got to do. So I'm from Michigan. Uh, the great, the great state of the lockdown, Michigan. I got into politics when I was a kid because my dad came over here from a different country and became very obsessed with American politics and American privilege and all of the rest of it. So I kind of just threw up with it, embedded in my brain and got back into it in 2016 when Trump ran. Now, were you initially a Trump fan? Like, no, right? I'm actually a registered Democrat. Really? I am. There's something I didn't know about you. So what what made you make the, the switch to uh, Republican, I guess? I guess what about Trump made you make the switch to Republican? And do you think you're going to continue voting Republican and why? Um, honestly, for me, it was, he's not a politician, right? Like that was a shtick that he ran on from the beginning, except for that it, it wasn't a political gimmick. Like he, he really is a voice of the people. And when I kind of saw him come out, it was almost funny to me. You know, I think we all had a good giggle when he ran like, okay, okay. We never thought that he would even make it to the point that he did, let alone be elected president. Um, but I watched a rally with him actually, and it was his passion surrounding the gay community that blew my mind. Because if, you, if you've been involved in politics in a long time, right? You know, like conservative Republicans were not really known for that. So for somebody to come from the outside in and say, you know, this is what we're doing now. We're protecting this community with everything that we have. You know, he's the first one to support it from day one. He, he's just the first one to do a lot of things that directly affect like us, not the upper elites, but us as the people. And to me, it was just kind of like, all right, well, let's run with it. You know, let's, let's see what he can do. I definitely wasn't a Trump supporter or enthusiast when I voted for him. I became one over the last four years. And I think that's happened with a lot of people because of what he's done for the, for this country, because oh, absolutely. I wasn't a big time enthusiast. Um, my, I guess you could call it Republican journey kind of started in 2012 when Mitt Romney uh, ran against Obama. And it wasn't so much that I wanted to vote for Romney 
but it was because I wanted Obama out of office because I started to see yeah. bullshit on the left and, you know, all the corruption and different things like that. Cause I was, I mean, I, okay. So you just answered a question I talked about in episode one is I didn't know you could register under a particular party in Michigan. So I, mm. I, I don't, I just registered to vote and I vote. So, um, sorry, as per requested, I'm also going live on my TikTok page. Oh. Wow. People just don't want to follow me then, I guess. That's okay. You know what? I, I think it's just, maybe maybe they just want to look at my sparkly eyeshadow. That might be it. You did get all dialed up for me tonight. I did. I got all dialed <laughs> up. I, 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 I channeled my inner Kaylee McNamara today. Did you see my, oh, my water, water line? line. <laughs> when you posted that video. Yeah, I, I brought my notebook. Like, yeah. Wow. You're ready to go. When you I posted that it, video, I, I had to show it to my wife. And I was like, you were like, ladies, you know what it means when you do the waterline. And I paused it. I'm like, what does it mean? Tell me what it means. Because I had already watched the video. So I had already right. known or I had already you know, learned from you, I guess. And she's like, oh, it means you're ready to fuck shit up. <laughs> so, Pretty much. I'm like, Pretty okay. Much. I think that's the war lines. <laughs> so anyways continue sorry um no you you were the one that left off no and i was just gonna ask do you think you're gonna continue republican or do you think or are you the type of person that kind of looks at all options and says who's gonna do I that at, i look at all options okay absolutely um but for me personally i probably will always stay more on the democratic side or the republican side and away from the democratic side just because it, it aligns with my core values better, you know, like it, it, it's my belief structure. So it, it has to go that way. I think if there would, there would be a Republican that I absolutely just couldn't stand that I would just vote third party. I wouldn't, I feel like they, that, that, that party really showed its true colors during the last, I mean, year for sure. Yeah. And I think there's a big switch happening in the Democratic Party right now. Um, and it has been happening over the last few years. Um, oh, I mean, according according to most people, it already happened, right? Right. It happened in like 1930-something, even though that wasn't ever a thing, ever. Right. I mean, well, you look at JFK, for example. He was a Democrat, and he he supported a lot of the stuff that we as Republicans find, you know, dear like hold dear to a near and dear you know what i mean right. so i think there's a big switch happening but i also think there's a big switch happening in the republican party as well mm -hmm. now can i say that am i saying that out of um optimism because of how trump has run things i don't know but i what i see is the republican party is becoming more um open about different things like lgbtq rights um right more open um to the black which like they were never against it right they just right. weren't open it right. was the conservative christians that were against it and yeah. i think as the party progresses as our um as our generation is kind of moving up as the older generation i don't want to say that but you know and we're kind of kicking out the baby boomer boomers i yeah i hate to say it like that but i feel like we're I know. More, we're more open-minded yeah and so we're seeing things in a whole new light so we're supporting lgbt we're supporting the black community we want all these people to rise we want these people to 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 be you know, successful and have the same rights as straight people and white people and Asian people and, and everybody else. Whereas the Democrat party is kind of, has kind of made this switch where they hide behind this facade of, yeah, we do support LGBTQ. We do support the black community, but do you, do they really support them or do they support their vote? And yeah, that's, it, it's the vote. It's pandering to the highest extent you know i mean like to me it's put your money where your mouth is where's all that money that you guys raked in during this and why isn't it going to black communities and why isn't it going to crisis centers show me what you're doing with that money to help that community become more successful otherwise you're just using them yeah yeah 
And I mean, and and that's that's kind of like this weird shift that we're seeing because it's 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 just so transparent this year. And I think that it's because of the initial lockdowns in March, right? Like we weren't doing anything. And once Tiger King was over, what in God's name were we supposed to do? So we started, you know, we started watching the news and we started watching congressional hearings. Like when when the hell did you think that you were gonna get into that? You know, and it's Never. like so many people started really watching and they're like, well, wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like if you're saying that you're for something, then why are your actions against it? Yeah. Right. It doesn't matter what comes out of your mouth because if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, then it's, it's a moot point. It's just bullshit and garbage. Yeah. Agree. A hundred percent. So you bring up the lockdowns and I think that's a good transition into our main topic for this, this episode is the lockdowns, the COVID lockdowns that we all love. Now I will say, I will say at first when they locked us down, I was for it. I know, I know, I know, but (laughs) I was for it. But at that time, we didn't really have an understanding of this virus like we do now, you know. No, months. we're not saying that, honey. Like at all, Tanya. That's that's not what we're saying, babe. I promise. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. You're good. You're good. Um, just so you guys know who are listening to this after the fact, we are recording on Zoom. We are both streaming live on TikTok. So if we start talking to our TikTok followers, just know that's what we're doing. Um, yeah, maybe going forward, if I see one that sticks out, I'll read it out loud. I apologize. Perfect. You're good. You're good. Do what you got to do. Um, no, but at first I was for it. I was for it because she's, you know, she, she, and by she, I mean, big fucking Gretch, big Gretch, big Gretch. Um, so if you didn't catch that, we're both from Michigan. So we got the wonderful Gretchen Whitmer here and I was for it because we didn't have an understanding of the virus at the time. And as it continued, I was okay with it. As I told you earlier, I, at the time I was struggling really bad with panic and anxiety disorder. I was having really bad panic attacks, driving. Um, it was making it really hard to get to work. Uh, it was really making it really hard to get home from work. And so I, I embraced it. I personally embraced it. I was off work for eight weeks. But I embraced it the entire time. Now, I think as we're seeing things progress back toward that direction, I'm very, very much against it. But at the same time, I'm very much for herd immunity. Now, Trump said it best in his um, in his news uh, new press conference today. Um He said, we understand that this is a virus that specifically attacks the elderly and it's specifically um, deadly for the elderly. And, you know, I don't want to see anything happen to my grandma, but right at the same at the same time, anybody under that, like senior citizen threshold, he Mm -hmm. said the ninety nine point nine eight percent chance that you are they're seeing 99.98 percent of people that are coming down with this virus are surviving yeah so why the lockdowns and why the sudden surge of cases in michigan yeah like to me it's so crazy right because in the beginning of the week you and i had talked about doing this together and you know, I kind of, I didn't really necessarily want to talk about the election because I kind of feel like it's all I talk about on my page as it is. And there's so many other components of what's going on this year that people just aren't paying attention to. And so I think it's like just super, not funny, but ironic, you know, that we had decided to do this. And now magically today, this morning, the whole world started, like the whole U.S. started locking down again, you know, and I find the timing very crazy. I find the case numbers very crazy. The fact that they're not talking about that. These are like backdated tests. 
too from mass testing. Like we mass test, so we get delayed results because we're mass testing. Um, and like the lockdowns weren't proven effective. Everybody agreed on that at the end of them. Everybody said that we shouldn't do them again. And it's kind of like they came out and said we shouldn't do them again, but never said why we shouldn't do them again. Right. So, you know, so we have this virus and we're shutting everything down. That has a 99.998% chance of full recovery. So let's talk the, because I mean, everything's COVID, COVID, COVID. So let's, let's not talk so much about the virus itself, but mm-hmm. talk about what are the implications of these shutdowns? I mean, what, what has been going on that we're not seeing um, as far as um, the, the few things that I've seen that have increased is alcohol abu- abuse, drug abuse, uh, spousal abuse, child abuse, um, different things like that, that we're not seeing. I mean, what are the implications of that? And, and are we keeping data on, um, on suicides? Are we keeping data on um, domestic violence cases? Are we keeping data on child abuse cases? And how many more people are actually being affected negatively in that way right. than what COVID is causing? Because we know that the lockdowns are not good for the economy. We no. know that. You know, we know it's just, it's overall just not, not good. Was it, now was it the, now I know we talked about this briefly earlier, but was this the CDC, was it the CDC that came out and said, don't do lockdowns again? I know it was one of those big groups. And I know, yeah, I mean, this is, this has been, you know, the doctors from the COVID task force, the CDC, I mean, experts everywhere have said that, you know, they don't work. They don't work. You know, we're, we're going to stay away from them, but then they don't want to tell you why. And I thought, you know, so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go look, just want to go check it out, see what I can find. I found some really interesting stuff that like the CDC had said back in July that I never saw aired, you know, like, um, for example, director Robert Redfield, who is the director of the CDC in July, it said that more than 35 states reported max massive increases in opioid mortality. So not at opioid use, but like death. And it was dropped really quick. And then it was kind of, you know, pushed under the rug. There was a coroner from Georgia that had come out and said that they had 12 suicides in his county in July. And I know that, you know, okay, 12, that's more than what that county has in a whole year. And that was just for July. And I'm like, okay, well, there's got to be data. Like, let's go look at the suicide rate. So I go to look at the suicide rate and it's very bizarre because it's very easy to track from, you know, 2015, 2016, 2000. It's there. 2020, though, it starts getting a little weird. It it, it gets harder to start finding your information. It gets harder to start finding your data. But other countries did keep data, big data. I mean, the UK did a study that they conservatively estimated that for every one person that they saved from COVID, four people died. From other so, it, I mean, one in four, one in five, you know, like, yeah, there's four people that are dying to save one person from COVID. So I get wanting to like save lives. Of course we want to save lives. Nobody wants to die. You know, nobody wants to see their loved ones sick. And this is a real thing and it is dangerous to people. But the thing is, is that if four people are dying from the economy tanking, from depression, from drug overdose for this, what for one person, how is that, how does that work? Africa did a study where theirs was more like one in three. So a little bit better than here. But then when you go into the U.S.'s data, it's just very weird because they, they don't break it down by exact deaths. They break it down by years of life lost, which is weird to me. Um, So I looked at an article from The Hill 
which was done. Um, it was Scott Atlas actually who wrote up the article. Scott Atlas is kind of controversial right now, right? Because everybody assumes that Trump just kicked Fauci out of the office and moved to this random doctor in that didn't know what he was talking about. But my whole thing is like, if you found out that you had cancer, you're not going to go to one doctor that tells you you got a week to live. You're probably going to go get a second opinion. Yeah. And you probably should when it comes to the welfare of the entire country. And he had done it to where on economy alone, with small businesses shutting down, with unemployment, like the unemployment rate increased our mortality rate by 60%. That's insane. Can we, can we, I'm going to cut right like here. How, why, why is this not being discussed? Right. But can I, can I make, can, can we go into like a side conversation real quick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. Can we talk about Dr. Fauci? That yeah. man, I don't know how to feel about him because he, while he is the top, uh, what virologist or epidemiologist or whatever mm-hmm. in the country, and that's why Trump chose to listen to him. The guy doesn't seem to know what he's talking about. But here's the thing, though, he does. They, like, I have a really weird take on Fauci because yeah. it, w- when it comes to Fauci doing just his job, right? When politics are taken out of it, Fauci does well. Every interview that Fauci's ever done, he has said that Trump did an incredible job with COVID that there was nothing that he could have done better. But now what we're seeing is we're not, we're not seeing COVID Fauci. We're seeing political bullshit Fauci because now Fauci, because in the beginning he wasn't like, like this, right? Like he was really cocky with the media. He was very defensive of Trump. He would get shitty with the media during COVID. But once things started looking like they were going in another direction, he, he's got to be a fair weather fan now and, and flip flop with this other doctor that because now he's a part of the Biden COVID team. Mm-hmm. But what, what I find insane is that he's partnering up with the doctor that ran the failed N1H1 pandemic underneath Obama. It's the same doctor. So now it's like they're teamed up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think my my confusion in my brain about Fauci is the fact that like back in what was it late February early March he said don't wear a mask just wash your hands just do things like you normally would you know different things like that and then three weeks later he's retracting it and it seems to be a common theme with him to be and I see where you're coming from don't get me wrong. But I don't know why I keep looking at the laptop when I know I'm not actually like making any eye contact with you because my freaking things over here. But it, it just seems to be a common theme with him. He says, don't do these things. Don't worry about this. And then two weeks later, he's like, no, 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 you have to worry about this. So it, it right. really destroys his credibility at, you yeah. know, it just, his credibility is gone now. Yeah. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. And, but I, I will say, I mean, I will say you brought up a good point. I, I think Trump handled this extremely well. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like some of the States handled it very well. And there's a reason there is a reason that people don't understand why Trump didn't lock down the entire country. And that's because right. States are sovereign. They have the power to do things on their own and, I mean, there, right. there's a reason for that. That's why we are He's the not an authoritarian. Exactly. Just swoop in and do whatever he wants to do. No, no, that's uh, apparently that's for Biden to do. Right. So, <laughs> so we do, we do have an interesting question if you'd like to answer it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, it's, it's not from somebody who likes us though. I don't think. So um, this is, I don't understand if the right is so pro-life, why can't they wear a mask for the sake of others? That's a very good do question. You, do you, but do you wear your mask when you need to and don't throw a fit about it? You put it on, you go into the store, you do what you got to do? Here, I do. Yeah. Here, here's my take on it. I do wear a mask. Yeah but I don't want to be forced to wear a mask. You can't take away my right to choose what I'm doing. There you go. I wear a mask because of the fact now when I'm at work, yeah, I have to wear a mask. It's simply mm-hmm. that I'll lose my job if I don't, whatever. Right. 
But the reason I wear a mask when I go into a store or and I go you know, into the gas station or whatever, whatever the case is, wherever I'm at, I'm wearing a mask because obviously I'm there for a reason. So I am there to get what I need to get and get out. And right. I don't need anybody going, oh, get out because you don't have a mask on. Like, that's my take on them. Yeah. So, yes, I do wear a mask, um, you know, when I go out, um, whether it's cloth or, you know, surgical or whatever I've got on hand. Um and so I guess that person in your live caught the like two of us that are actually like doing it. But you're absolutely right. And that's the key thing. I want to wear a mask because I want to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. I don't want to wear a mask because you're telling me to wear a mask. Because as soon as they think they can get away with telling you to do something, it gets bigger and bigger. It's like a it's like a child. It's like a child pushing right. the envelope. I have a three-year-old, right? Or almost three. I don't want to push it almost three-year-old and she does these little things like trying to put like see how far we can push mom and dad yeah you know like she knows with dad i'm gonna give her whatever she wants to eat because i don't want to have the argument of hey this is what we're this is what we're eating eat it or starve you know so she's gonna push things a little bit more am i making sense no it is for sure but like and, and then like so like we do but to address like the comparison for me, I don't understand these questions that we're getting like as conservatives. Like I, I, I really don't understand the logic behind some of them. And that's why I get so mad because it's like, to me, even if I didn't wear a mask in a store, I'm 99.98% sure that I'm not going to kill anybody. But when you go to get an abortion, I'm a hundred percent sure that somebody's going to die. And to me, like, I, I just, I, I don't understand the logic anymore of how you don't see the difference. There, there's a huge difference. Like we have to stop this fear mongering of that. This is like the bubonic plague. And that like the minute that we step outside, we're just going to keel over and start seizing. Yeah, We're not. So to do like, you also have to think like we've lowered the death rate by over 80% since March with therapeutics, right? So whatever our death rate was, we've lowered it over 80%. And now you have a vaccine that's coming out that's over 90% effective, whether you want it, you don't want it, your thoughts on it, whatever. It is there and it is available. Between those two things, this is not that big of a deal anymore. And it's, I don't understand, like, why are we afraid to celebrate that as a country? Like not as Republicans, Democrats, like COVID is not political. COVID is a virus that came into our country and we didn't know what the hell we were doing. So it's like, why, why can't you, why can't you celebrate that? Why can't you appreciate that? We should be in the streets celebrating and in becoming united over the fact that we beat this pandemic. But instead, we're locking all the way back down for something that now is is equivalent to the flu. Between the therapeutics that we have, the vaccine that we have, everything else, with all that added in, essentially, that is what it is. Yeah. And, and we're hiding in our houses, and we're losing our jobs, and kids are killing themselves, and women are being abused around the clock by their crazy boyfriends. Kids are getting neglected. They don't get to go to school where they could depend on their free lunches. Like, this is insane to me. And, right. and to me, I mean, I don't want to sound paranoid, but it kind of sounds like population control to me. Lower the population just a little tiny bit. Otherwise, why are we putting COVID people in nursing homes here? Why are we doing that? We're still doing that. We're the only, we're the only damn state that's still doing that. Yeah. Is Michigan. Even Como's not doing that. And that dude's the devil. Yeah, that dude's insane. I mean, look at what he's doing today. You can't gather with your friends. You can't have Thanksgiving together. You can't dance in Ohio. Governor Whitmer told us not to talk too loud. How are these COVID restrictions? They're not. It's not for COVID. That's not what this is about anymore. They're just using COVID as a ruse. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because COVID's a real thing. Yeah, I don't deny I don't deny COVID being a real thing. I know it's a real thing and I know that it's it's a very serious thing and probably the most serious thing that we'll see in our lives as far as um, like public health. Oh, 
Sorry, oh, someone just told, no. someone just said I wear my mask. I even wear it to bed. <laughs> oh, did you see but that? I mean, it is like if even if you saw, you know, uh, Stephen Crowder when he came to Michigan, dude brought receipts. He brought proof. I mean, Whitmer only canvassed less than five percent of the nursing homes for her deaths, and then spread them out so it looked like it was something different than what it was. Mm. Like his data shows that 80% of our deaths were from nursing home, 80%. And, and then I get even weirder with it. I, I do like, I, I go down this weird hole with it because right in the beginning, you know, with all the riots, we're destroying statues, we're destroying history. And now we're putting COVID people into nursing homes with the people who remember history. We're not teaching history in school anymore. Like, I feel like this is just a process that is destroying our history so that we can't reteach it. And when you start destroying history, you start repeating it. Now we got lists for Trump supporters and education centers. And I just want to know when I'm getting my new tattoo. Uh, right. You know, I want to know when I'm getting the serial number on my arm. Right. Like, what color patch are you going to make us wear, man? Like, this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And the nursing home thing really, it just pisses me off to no end. Like, and she's just, she's getting away with it. Yeah. I don't understand that. So that's, that's one implication of, of, or, you know, one, uh, I don't want to say unintended, um, implication of the lockdowns but it it really is at the same time because now you're locking these people down you're taking these covid positive people and you're locking them down in a nursing home with people that are susceptible to the virus and then going back to what you were saying the biggest population the high the the worst affected Mm -hmm. like why did we build why did we build all that shit I don't know. It kind of just disappeared after a while. People stopped. It just disappeared. What what the fuck were the ships for? You know what I mean? Like we did all these big, huge things for COVID. Yeah. Why are we putting people into nursing homes that have COVID? Right. And young kids. Like, look at that. What happened in Michigan? Where that kid that, you know, I mean, it's not his fault. He was sick. You know, he had a mental illness. He shouldn't have been put where he was put. And they put him in there and he got up in the middle of the night. Just, I mean, there's a video just beating that old man. Yeah. In the middle of the night, you know, and then we blame this kid and now this kid's a criminal. So he's going to go to prison. Right. But you put him there. You set him up to do that shit. Yeah. Because you got rid of all of the psych wards and all the rest of it. Yeah. It's all like, I just feel like the left is using all these people as puppets from the mentally ill to the sick to the black community, to the female community. I mean, all of us. Right. Because they, they go based on emotions. They want to hit you in your heartstrings and then they can get you to do whatever they want you to do. I don't know. Well, I've got, I've got somebody in my life. I don't know if they're arguing with us or what, but they say people working in nursing homes bring it in. Well, yeah, absolutely they do. Well, here's the thing, though. So, like, I can address that. So, I'm a CNA. I'm a certified nursing assistant. And I work with the elderly. I work in a facility. Now, could they bring it in? Yeah, of course they could. Anybody could bring it in. The food delivery service could bring it in. So, and to me, that's a stupid comment because, yeah, we could. But somebody has to take care of them because nobody else will. And those people will just die. And if you're worried about the risk of me bringing it in there, then I mean, that, 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 that's dumb to me. We're putting COVID positive people in there for Christ's sakes. And you're worried about me coming in and out after going to the grocery store. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Stop. <laughs> like just stop. Yeah. No. And I, I agree with you a hundred percent. Why is everybody asking me if I've read the constitution? No. Whoa. So I don't know. Someone is going, I have no moderators. I got nothing. My life is just 56 people arguing right now. It's lit. Look, I got I got nine whole people in my life right now. <laughs> I win. And I think I think it's oh, I do have a moderator. So it looks like it's like one or two people and oh look, politics just arguing with each other. So uh, uh, sneakers. I got a moderator. We're ah, good. there we go. <laughs> Game on. 
And I got another moderator. I'm going to set a couple of them. Game on. I don't, we're probably not going to be on there for a whole lot longer, but we'll just still moderate them. I, I might hang out my TikTok for a hot second. I've never, I don't think I've ever had this many people in my life. Really? Not like this crazy. <laughs> like it's just popping. Yeah. And people are begging to be moderators. So there you go. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck and Godspeed. Yeah. There you go. Um, so, so I guess bringing this back around, um, the to the unintended consequences of the lockdowns because i think we just started to ramble and we just we just boom we just went off so I, but i mean it's so it's okay. so hard to stay on any kind of topic in 2020 but it's just like oh my god yes at the end of the day we are losing almost three times the amount of people from the lockdowns than we are from covid yet we are locking down again right now yep today you guys might be getting locked up i'm lo- i mean we're we are you know, so more time for the podcast, though. More you, time to create content on TikTok, right? I'm and I'm kidding. You you kind of gotta, you know, like it's it's make or break time. Like yeah. you gotta decide, you know, like do you want to be a part of this? Do you not want to be a part of this? How much do you want to be involved in this? Like, and the thing is, is that I don't think that this is gonna be something that is going to massively in front of your eyes affect everybody. So, I mean, like you still have a choice to look away, to not be a part of it. But the thing is, is that like, it's coming in my heart. I believe that, you know, and even two weeks ago, if you would have asked me, I would have been like, yeah, I mean, we're at the break of this, but I think that we have gone over the threshold. Yeah. And I just don't think that you can come back from that. And I mean, even mainstream media is talking about that. You know, like nobody, nobody thought about that. Like, well, what are you going to do if people who support this man so much for being our voice, who truly believe in him as a leader, who have just truly loved him for what he's done for us? What if we just say no? I'm going to still follow that guy. And what if he keeps talking? Oh, I mean, it's he Trump. He guy will. Loves to talk. He, he's not going to shut up. No. And that's 70 million of us. Over. Well over. 70. Well over. Yeah. Well, we know that. We know some <laughs> of our votes went to Biden, but, you know, we're not going to talk about the 2.7 million uh, votes that flipped Biden from the Dominion voting. Uh... Uh, AOC's throwing a fit. I saw Don't she was. I saw she was throwing a fit and that she was considering uh, leaving politics and what it boiled down to is her own party is turning on her because of her radical agenda. Yeah. I mean, there was a leaked phone call where they were like, we can't say the word socialism anymore. We can't. And I don't even think that it's that she's being abandoned by her party for her agenda. I think it's because they're worried that she was a little too loud about it and that she scared some people off because here's that that's their agenda. Yeah, you ain't getting you're not getting Biden, honey. Biden is not your president. That crazy ass sidekick of his is going to be your president. I would say by February, no later than February, they pull Biden right out and they put Harrison. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Biden is not and going to be president. for long. No, he's not. I mean, he did a he did a presser the other day and didn't even know where the frick he was again. Yeah, and it's made up made up president elect office. Yeah. That yeah. no one wants to tell him isn't a real thing. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's going to tell him. Office of the president elect, right? I think Obama started that trend is who it was when I looked into it. Like it was, and I think, I, I do believe he like apologized for it. But like Biden broke like the Logan Act this morning. Nobody wants to talk about that. Yeah. So somebody in my live actually brings up a good point. And I don't know. I don't know how old she is or whatever, but um, she says, is it bad that I want to get COVID while I'm young and healthy? No, no. Now, I don't know how much truth there is to this, but they're saying now, that- I'm not encouraging it. I am no, not encouraging it no. by any means. Don't at all go out and ask somebody like t- to straight yeah, up. Don't, spit in don't, your mouth. Like, COVID, don't do that. I don't want to be responsible for that. But at the Opinions same time, I can kind of white privilege. Ooh, we ain't getting into that one tonight. Wait, honey. What happened? Somebody wanted to know my opinions on white privilege. 
Uh, I believe in economic privilege. That's all I'm going to say about it. I believe in economic privilege. My quick answer is white privilege doesn't fucking exist. So yeah, that's what like five other people have said in the thing. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, I can. Okay. So she's 41. Okay. So you're young. You would probably, you would more than likely be fine, but I'm not. No yeah. underlying health conditions that you know of, you know, you're healthy, you're good. I mean, for all, you know, you did have it. I mean, yeah. I encourage everybody to go get an antibodies test. That's the test that I always encourage people to go get. Yes. Go get an antibody test because I bet you yeah. 50 bucks you already have. And they're finding in kids that they have these antibodies without even having it. Right. So they already like they already have the antibodies from all the common colds and the bullshit that little kids get, right? They're little petri dishes. Yeah. So I don't think it's a bad. I I just I don't think it's a bad thing. White privilege is a thing. Okay. <laughs> so, no, and that's one that's one test I really want to go get done. Yeah, I want to find out if I've had it, um, and just not known it. Now, I did get I did get sick. It was like my second week at my new job, and I got I woke up. I was sick. I had um like a little bit of a fever, like real low grade fever. Um, yeah. Sniffles, you know the works. But I normally I'm the type of person that like if I get sick, I'm sorry. I'm still going to work. It is what it is. I'm sorry. It's just, that's me. I, I hate. You shouldn't, you shouldn't apologize for that. I hate missing work, but I still text. Hey, did Drew, did somebody mute Drew? It would have been outdoor or something because he needs to be unmuted. <laughs> it may have been done by accident. But like, I. Outdoor I had... Drew or something like that. <laughs> I had to text them and I was like, listen, here's what I woke up with. I don't know what procedure is. I'm the type that right. I come in. I mean, they don't know me yet. I'm two weeks into the job. Ugh. And yeah. And I'm like, what is procedure? And they're like, take today off, go get a rapid test, go find out, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, it was negative. I mean, it is what it is, you know, whatever. Right. Um, but, you know, I think, I, I think at this point, no matter what we do, as far as lockdowns, it's going to ramp back up. We're all going to get it at some point. And I hate to say that. I, I hate to say that because there are people that have underlying conditions. I technically have an underlying condition that they list as a problem for it. But yeah, I'm also 29 years old. I think I'll be fine. You know, techni yeah. technically, I have high blood pressure, whatever. Right. Um, I, I Yeah, but like everything is like a everything now is an underlying health condition all of a sudden yeah because at the beginning it wasn't like that like and even halfway through they oh my god you guys were having a whole whatever um <laughs> well like now apparently it's just white privilege up in my comments how did we go from covid to white privilege i don't know because i i haven't been watching my comments like no. i just everyone's just been going kind of like haywire. So I'm not exactly sure what's happening with like oppression and white privilege over there. They're having their own side conversation, but yeah, like it, it wasn't like that in the beginning. And then they started listing like these conditions and then they added more and more. And then they added more and more and more COVID symptoms. Like it could like literally COVID is every How embarrassing is that? What my, uh, sorry about that. That was my Tucker Carlson alarm. You're what? <laughs> I didn't hear anything. Um, but they just, they just compiled. Oh, okay. They've just kind of compiled, you know, this symptom, this symptom, this symptom, this underlying condition, this underlying condition. Be scared, be scared, be scared, be scared. Stay home, stay home, stay home. Yeah. And it's, it's like, you're going to be fine. Like, I got sick. I, I stopped working in March. Um like March 24th. But before I left, I had a patient that was on hospice that had come home from the hot, that had come back to the facility from the hospital. She already, she was already on hospice, already had COPD. She was over a hundred. Um, and she got really sick when she got back from the hospital and like people were so afraid of her that they wouldn't really like, they didn't want to be in the room. So it's like, we've also instilled this fear in like the medical field. 
and nurses and that, that need to be close, you know, like we have to be that close to take care of people. And I wound up just telling my husband, like, look, she needs, like, I'm, I'm not going to go in there with 19 different layers of PPE. She can't hear me. I mean, most of these people can't hear. They're mm-hmm. hard of hearing. They're, they're, they're old. You know, they, they can't hear. So how are they supposed to hear me with my mask on? You know, and, and the right. deaf community, like, they can't communicate with us. So I went in there and I took my mask off because I needed to talk to her. Her, right. like, her, her health was more important than a small risk. I was sick for a couple, I don't know. I don't know if she had COVID before I left. Um, I didn't really hear anything about it, but I ran a very low grade fever for about a week. Um, my sense of taste was a little screwed up. I was really tired. And that wait, 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 hold on. You had, did you have COVID? No, I don't know. I, I mean, oh, okay. it's, it's very possible that I did during the time, but like I got tested once before surgery because they made me. Right. And the other time that I got tested was to make my mom feel better because she was taking my children because we had a big election night party. And she was just like, I don't know. You've had a, cause I had a really bad cold and it just happened to be a week after I went to a Trump rally. Right. So like I've got cooties from the Trump rally. Yeah. So I went and got tested and it was negative even then. I mean, I have a girlfriend that went to Sturgis for four days. Didn't wear a mask. Didn't, I mean, she lived the way that she would normally live and she's fine. Right. I mean, really, she sh- if anybody should have gotten COVID, it really should have been her. Like, we, we laugh about it all the time that she didn't get it. I'm yeah. shocked. I I had somebody in my live here said that they have asthma and um, multiple other underlying health conditions. And they had COVID back in February. And they're fine. All good. With asthma, too. Holy yeah. shit. Asthma, of all things. I mean, I think... then now there is a blood clotting like this is the part that does make me a little bit mad about the COVID thing when it comes to like the seriousness of it that that they're also not talking about and is the most serious part of COVID is that it does have a blood clotting component to it so if you have a blood clotting disorder you are ridiculously high risk and they're not even talking about that right because I have factor five Leiden which is a blood clotting disorder that's why my doctor was like absolutely not like I like we're seeing blood clots in people. I already get blood clots naturally on my own. You know, like I, I'm a collector of autoimmune diseases and blood disorders and, you know, I'm not the most healthy human being physically. So they did that, but it's like, I've been just living my normal life. Right. And I feel like like the, they're using people like me and the elderly and to push a really extreme agenda. And I'm not down for that. Yeah. Because like nobody was mad, you know, like nobody was masking up during flu season when I was horribly sick and my immune system was at like zero. I lived in my house, like it was a bubble. So why are we doing this now for something with a higher recovery rate? Right. Right. No, I'm, I'm with you there. And my sister-in-law is the same way. She is a collector of autoimmune uh, diseases and, um, she ended up getting COVID back in, I think March or April. And she had, mm-hmm. a, she had a migraine and lost her taste, uh, sense of taste and smell. And that was it. That was it. What agenda is that to mask up and shut up and to stay home? That, that would be the agenda. Yeah. I think at first it was a matter of public health. And at this point, I think the lockdowns and the masks and stuff are really just, I really, without getting too into like the conspiracy theory portion of things, I really do feel like this is a a part of how much do we, how much can we get away with? How much will these, how much can we get them to just submit and do what we tell them to do? Exactly. Exactly. This is your trial run of socialism. Guy says, hate your hat, bro. Cool. Hate you too. No. What a douche. Yeah. <laughs> Why are people so douchey on this app? I don't know. Here, we'll piss off. We'll piss off my live people too. Here we go. Yeah. Now we'll just piss them all off. No. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> you guys are a bunch of douche nozzles. We'll you guys are why we can't have nice things. Yeah, we'll just let them. And, and that's what I don't understand either. Like sidebar conversation, mm-hmm. but why can't you even win right? Right. Like if, the, if if you're taking the win, right? Like you think that's what that's what the, the assumption that we're on. Okay, like let's just live in Joe Biden unicorn pretend world. And Joe Biden is president elect, right? Like that's what we're doing. Okay. So we all got to go to pretend world like they are. Why aren't you happy? Like go, go do something like, oh, wait, you can't go do anything in Joe Biden's America. Nope. Like you just live with the mole people in Joe Biden's America and put your mask on and live in your basement and don't like there's, there's issues from my kids' schools that say, don't touch your friends. Mm-hmm. like people need to be touched like they've done studies on babies when they're born and like if they're not touched on a regular basis like they fail to thrive yeah and that people need to be hugged people need to be touched people need to be loved and go and, and move and experience and mm-hmm. you get one life one that's it and we lost one whole year of it right awesome a whole year is gone and remember we did this to not overwhelm the hospitals Yep. to flatten the curve and to make sure the hospitals could keep up. So the question remains, why are we still locking down? Right. When the well, hospitals- now it's we're locking back down because now the hospitals are burning through PPE. The hospitals are this, which is really weird to me because I have friends that do that for a living and they're saying the exact opposite in yeah. these big hospitals that supposedly this is happening in. Yeah. I'm hearing the same thing. I've got friends that work in the hospitals too. I have friends that worked on the COVID floors. I've got, um, I, I won't say it too, too much out loud or too publicly, but I've got somebody in my family that works on the COVID floors and she's not making her kids wear masks anymore. No. Or like, I've got, you know, this, this comment right here. And this just breaks me. That's what I miss. I haven't had a hug since March. See, so we're, you and I. Like, imagine that. Imagine not having your wife, not having your kids, being in that house, being alone, and no one's near you. Being told that you can't, you couldn't go to a funeral. Yeah. You couldn't go to a fucking funeral. Mm-hmm. But as soon as Biden's elected, they're out in the street by the thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands drinking out of the same champagne bottle, holding their newborn babies up like fucking Simba. <laughs> like, are we yeah. kidding? And then the governor was fine with that and then is locking them down today. Yep. Yep. Like, and I just, I don't, I don't understand why, like, nobody you know and then i'm seeing like my grand my grandson wanted to hug me but cries because he can't but he can but we've scared people so hard that they're just gonna lack human connection now and like that's the point that's the agenda is to divide and conquer that's war like people are expecting the civil war to be like like, why are we still expecting it to be like guys with guns and muskets marching through our neighborhood? That's like, <laughs> it's 2020. Yeah. That's not how it's going to happen. This is how it's happening. They're dividing mm-hmm. and conquering. Right. We've been at war. We've been at war for months. Mm-hmm. Like this, It's been going on. You're just going to start seeing like, I'm telling you, man, people aren't going to want to be locked down again. When you start doing big nope. lockdowns, it's not going to be good. It's not. And you're doing it. Do you not find it like a little bit of a setup and a little bit weird that they're locking down the day that the million MAGA March is going on? Yeah. A little strange, huh? little odd, right? What I was going to say earlier, and I think you I think you hit this to the point that you and I are lucky. I mean, we're just two out of millions of people, but you and I are lucky that we do. We do have our spouses. We do have our kids. I mean, the best thing in the world is when I get home. And my kids run up and hug me. I mean, yeah, there are people that have just been alone. Old, young, black, white, Asian. It doesn't matter who you are. There are people that have been locked down and locked down alone. And and back to your point that you said babies need to be touched. Babies need to be hugged. Well, that is that is not just babies. That's that's all of us. It's humans. 
it's we're not meant to be alone otherwise we would have been created to be alone we're we're not supposed to be alone but i mean like like, that's the most like heartbreaking thing to me is that like i see the division in the country that we have right now and to me it's it's people who believe in something bigger than themselves and people who don't people who have faith that it can get better and people have faith that no matter what you're okay and then there's people who don't have any faith in anything yep bigger than them so it's me 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 gimme 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 i don't want to do anything for it i'm just here to yolo my life until i'm out and i don't care what kind of footprint i leave yeah and it's like no because like listen ass hat my kids have to leave live here don't ruin this place for my kids like i'm not worried about me like socialism typically with this with what i've learned about it it takes anywhere from like seven to eight years once it's at its peak you know, yeah. so like we're we're probably good, even if Biden gets in, like they take the win and he's a lame duck president for four years anyways, because we kept the Senate and we're gaining seats in the House. Right. He's a lame duck president. He can't do shit. Take take the win. Yeah. Yeah. He'll sit back and he'll talk about the COVID vaccine and how he cured COVID and he'll use all Trump's policies and he'll be the knight in shining effing armor. Yeah. But we'll all know the truth of what happened and then we can fix it in four years. But at the same time, I think you're going to see something very catastrophic happen like very soon. Oh, yeah. In regard to that. 100%. Yep. And I was, I was going to say something a little bit earlier is this is the systematic destruction of the family unit. Oh, absolutely. This is what absolutely. they want to see. Absolutely. Because if you do not have the family unit, what do you have? You have nobody to lean on. And this yep. is what they want. They want everybody alone because. Well, alone- I mean, and it's super interesting because you know that there's like an organization that's really popular right now. Um, and one of their prime objectives is to destroy the nuclear family. Yeah. It's, it's literally on their website right there. Black and white Claire's day. Yep. And it's like, if you go in and you look at what happens statistically, when children grow up without a father, and I don't care what color you are, it is any child that grows up in a single parent household, mm-hmm. they're not going to make it as far because they don't have all the support. It, it's just this destruction of like any kind of core values or family values. And it's like this modern day feminism movement where like you're weak if you want to be a stay at home mom and like you got to go out there and be a CEO or like you're not shit. Right. And it's like, I didn't want to be a CEO. Otherwise I would have been one. I wanted to be a mom. So that's what I'm doing. Exactly. And good on you. Good on you for saying that's what I wanted to do. Right. Like that's all I ever wanted. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. No, I want to be a wife and I want to be a mom. I have hobbies that I do. I I do photography on the side. I used to do a radio show for a while. Now I do it. I'll find shit to do to fill my social need. Right. But like my, my children are more important than that. And I don't want them indoctrinated in this ridiculous school system that they're being brought up in. So it's like triple the work because when they got home, I, I, I got to fix everything. Yeah. I got to fix everything that they were freaking taught. Yeah. I'm, I'm lucky in the sense that I do not have school age kids yet. Um, mm-hmm. And I think my wife, while she tried the whole stay at home mom thing, and was like, I can't do it. I have to get yeah. out. I have to go to work. This is no, I can't do it. And that's fine. I'm okay with that's that. more than fine. That is go more work? than fine. You want to go work? Go work. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Bring some more money into the household. That's fine. Do what you gotta do, you know. But yeah, I, think- I went back to work like when my kids went to school and I, I hear her. Yeah. And every job that you do as a mom is important, whether you're a working mom or mm-hmm. an at-home mom. I'm just sick of this like unity, unity, unity. Tolerance, 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 unity. Yeah. But if I want to be a stay-at-home mom, I'm shit. And if she wants to go to work, yeah, she's you're a piece shit. of shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, you're just you, let me less government, mm-hmm. minimal government, minimal government. Biden's America is straight government. Trump's America is middle. It, it's it's very little. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing: like, what did you hear about him for the first three years? Not a lot. Russia, Mm -hmm. Russia, Russia. I mean, that was like, holy crap. But besides that, you didn't see this hatred for him until the media started pushing the narrative to hate him. Oprah Winfrey loved him. Barack Obama put in a yearbook that he wanted to be him when he grew up. Mm. Are you kidding me? Yep. 
And it wasn't until he started to say that he is going to go up against the Washington elite and he's going to expose all of their corruption is when they decided they were going to hate him. Hmm. Kind of funny, isn't it? Because now everybody hates him. I think my favorite part of it though, is like the left, like the crazy, like younger generation that like think that they're leading the revolution. (laughs) I I, I don't understand. Like they grew up with hunger games, right? Like that was a popular thing for that age bracket and they compare it to hunger games. And I'm like, what did you learn? Nothing. You, you learned nothing because you're going with what the establishment is telling you to do. Mm-hmm. The capital, okay? You're going with the, with the narrative of the establishment. When your revolution has corporate sponsorship, you're not the revolution. When the media agrees with your narrative and, and the establishment and the government agrees with you, yep. you're, you're literally not the revolution. That's not how this works. Yep. You go against it. 100%. So I want to, I want to wrap this up. Yeah. I got to go do crazy governor Whitmer. I got to go try to find some toilet paper. Otherwise I'm going to have to start prostituting my husband again. (laughs) But kidding, kidding. We never did that. Maybe for just prostituting him for toilet paper. I just, I not even money. Ask for toilet paper, okay? Yeah. Like we're just trying to get by. <laughs> there you go. Um, but one last thing I did want to mention that you brought up a little while ago because we did go on a tangent, and that's that's fine because that's what this podcast. What is. I mean, people people hang in, so obviously yeah. it was entertaining. Yeah, I mean, everybody's still in my life, so. Well, let's. Yeah, we'll just keep talking about your life. Um. <laughs> um. But they're like, we're going to go watch the bitch that swears at everybody instead of this guy. Yeah. Right. Well, hey, no, that's fine. I don't think I'm going to I think I'm going to start taking a page out of your book, honestly, and just start cursing at everybody. I'm going to make you just got to like mix you just, with you gotta not give it like I, I hate that because like I get emails where there are like DMs. I'm sorry. I know that we're yeah. wrapping it up and we'll wrap it up after this. I You're promise, fine. Like, I, I get these DMs from people that are just like. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you deal with them. I don't know how you do this. Like, doesn't it hurt your feelings? And it's like, yes, here's the thing though. Yes, of course it does. I'm a human being. I don't want you to make fun of me because I lost my teeth from medical. I don't want you to make fun of me because I have a deep voice because I have problems. Of course not. But the thing is, is that like, I don't, I don't know you. Yeah. You're, I'm not going to see you tomorrow. You're not going to help me when I don't feel good. And like that's my husband you know like I know my worth as a human being and for every like one shit comment that I get I typically get quite a few positive ones afterwards Mm -hmm. I have more positive than negative yeah and I even had somebody switch sides post voting that is now on my page after conversations really sucks that it was post voting but I mean it was one vote what are you gonna do and that's a win for next time around. It's a win for next time around. And I really, I, I don't know though. I don't even know if we're going to have elections anymore, dude. It's Joe Biden's America. <laughs> Who the fuck knows what's going to happen? We're all going to yeah. move underground. Yeah. Right. But one thing I did want to say to, to, to wrap this up was you brought up a really good point earlier. And I did see a did you might've sent this to me or I sent it to you or I don't know what, how the fuck I came across it. Never mind. But it was a video okay. of, yeah, it was a video of a, a, a deaf person. Yeah, that's my girl. Okay, did you send that to me? You might have. See, Bunny, my girl that I duet all the time. So really cool, cool story about oh. her. Is that she was actually on um, America's Got Talent. Oh, really? Yeah, like one of those shows. And I remember seeing her on Facebook, like, forever ago a couple years ago and i was like holy crap like how inspirational is that like she's amazing yeah and now like i'm friends with her on tiktok that's really but she like nobody thinks about that community during this Mm -hmm. and they're having a tough time because of the masks they they can't understand you they like they read lives this is how they communicate because not everybody's gonna like, like we, I started learning sign language because of her. I was like, you know what? Like, I want to do something. I can't, I can't fight the masks, but I can learn how to talk to people. Because mm. I couldn't imagine that. Yeah. No form of communication. And even with writing down, you got to stay six feet apart. 
Mm -hmm. How can you read something from six feet apart? You can't. No. And that's, I mean, that's, and that's a really good point. I mean, I, I never really thought about it either. And then I saw that and I'm like, oh my God, you're absolutely right. Because not everybody is you. Not everybody is going to learn sign language. Right. Mm -mm. You know? So I know I'm not about to. I got frustrated learning what hola meant in Spanish class. So it's hard. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm trying to learn and it's hard. Being TikTok famous is my dream. Takes one or two videos. That's it. Yep. One or two viral ones. And it's Mm -hmm. not even TikTok famous. It's just weird. It's just, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's weird. You know, my, my wife keeps making fun of me and she's like, Oh, you're this big TikToker now. I'm like, no, I'm not. I have 33, 34,000 followers. Like that's not a lot compared to a lot of people. I'm like, shut up. My, my, yeah. My husband doesn't understand why you guys found, I'm not even that like witty. I don't know. It, like I'm very confused about it. Like yeah. I, I, I just tell people to fuck off like, and you love it. So <laughs> I'll keep doing it. Yeah. Oh, look, politics keeps making fun of me because she messaged me earlier and was like, was like, oh, my God, you're at the point. She wants me to do a video with her. And I keep forgetting. Yes, she sent me one. And I don't send you that video to do that, too. I think it's the same one. And I've got some really good ideas for it that I'm going to do probably tonight after the kids. So do I. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to work on mine tomorrow. I got to go. I got to go doomsday shop. Yeah. Kroger. Okay, well, we will my husband drive me, though. I was like, will you drive me? I don't want to sit out there alone. <laughs> Can we get the at of the person that you are talking to? Politic talk. Um, he is tagged in like two videos down on my list. See, they love you. They like me. They really they probably like me. A, a ton of. You like me. <laughs> She can't have but, in-person therapy, can't wear a mask for more than 10 minutes. Yeah, or like the autism community, right? Like they have a lot of sensory yeah. issues. Sensory issues, yep. My daughter does. Um, my daughter has a severe speech impediment. Um, so it's even, it's like 50 times more difficult to understand her now when she's at school. Yeah. But she doesn't go to school anymore. So we're good now. Yeah. It was a uh-huh. nice two-day, two-day <laughs> Yeah. But all right, well, we'll wrap this up. We appreciate everybody listening um, and join us on the next episode. I don't know who's joining me, but but I do have some big name TikTokers in the works. So what? Oh, yeah. I'll message you about it. I mean, yeah, you should me about it. See, I was excited when. You said you were going to do it with me because I consider you a big name TikTok. What? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Are you serious? Oh, yes, 100%. You're crazy. Well, whatever. I don't Anyways, get it. If you stuck around this long, thank you so much. <laughs> I know we went for like an hour and a half. So um, point of... Yeah, we went a little over. Yeah, th- that's okay. I mean, the point of the episode here is lockdowns are bad. I mean, really, that's that's the TLDR of it is lockdowns are lockdowns bad. are bad. OK, for. Yeah. OK. Yeah. OK. Well, we could have just lockdowns done that. Kill done. more people than COVID. But, yep. Yep. It's lockdowns. Been proven. Lockdowns kill more people than COVID. And that kills me. That. Poor, poor word choice. Mm-hmm. That kills me because. Oh, I know it's frustrating. Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you, or we'll we'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you. Bye.